Welcome to episode 132 of the Idea Space podcast. Today, I want to unpack a, a few big shifts I'm seeing in the online and entrepreneurial space. And sometimes those two cross over and sometimes they don't. So I want to make sure I'm inclusive of everyone. My mind got thinking this weekend because last month my son turned 14 and he quickly got a job at the local farmer's market. He's selling specialized spices and handmade dog treats. And if you're wondering how that business model works, I'm wondering the same thing, but we'll talk about that later. But anyway, every Saturday he's going to work from eight in the morning till one in the afternoon. And he woke up on his first day on his own at 7 a.m really excited. And I was like, whoa, what's, what's happening here? I haven't seen my 14-year-old wake up on his own in a long time. And then I picked him up that afternoon and he was really happy. He was excited. He was actually even chatty. And the thing was, he was so clear about his role there. He's like, I just had to learn all the products. I have to help the customers and I just have to sell it. And the other fun part of it was like, there's all this inside scoop to the farmer's market. Like the lady who buys and eats the dog snacks for herself the best chocolate milk that's sold, you know, right across the aisle, um, the friendly service dog, the big gigantic gray service dog who came by at 1130 and they, and they, who apparently comes by every day at 1130, but his new bosses like bought him lunch and they let him take home whatever he wanted and they paid him in cash. I mean, it was like, he's in love with this gig and he's really smitten with the whole thing. And it just being around him got me thinking about what it feels like to be that excited about something. I wanted to wonder like, does anybody else remember that? What it feels like to be at your first job in the long, long ago, you know, or even back when you started planning your business, you know, maybe making that leap into it or when you first started it, like you actually took action or maybe even the excitement that you had the first time you sold something in your business and just being in the car with him and then being around him all afternoon with his excited energy. It got me thinking about what I'm excited about in my business because it's so easy to lose our excitement especially as entrepreneurs, because there's just always so much to do. Even if you're a solopreneur who has a small team behind you, you know that there's always something to take care of, right? And the mental workload and the actual work workload weight can be crushing. And then additionally, there's always some external noise about our businesses chomping in our ears. You know, somebody ahead of us who's doing it better or they're doing it right, or another guru selling a program that promises this silver bullet solution and these are the things that just dampen our excitement, the things that they, they, they overtake us and then they bring on overwhelm and exhaustion and they also bring on doubt. So I, I was in this mindset of excitement versus exhaustion when I was re-listening to last week's episode where I interviewed launch strategist and copywriter Sage Polaris. If you didn't listen to it, it's totally fine because I'm, I want to like narrow down into something that she said that really struck me the second time I heard it. She said, the gurus that make money fast in their business push their audience to sell high ticket so that they can charge high ticket. I've watched several of my friends get to millions in fast growth inside of a business and a million or more does sometimes come at a cost. She said it might be a personal cost, it might be a business cost, but I can tell you it's rare that I've seen it happen for someone where it didn't come at a cost. So I just want people to be aware of what you brought up earlier, Jen, like slow growth versus fast growth. I had my choice and I chose slow growth. So I love what Sage said here because she does have a very successful business, both financially successful and also it's successful for her lifestyle and the way she wants to live. You know, and she does know the inside of the online marketing world. And I, I really appreciated her candor. So why am I bringing this up again today? Because 
Well, I really believe we need to be doing a better job for ourselves of examining how we're living inside our businesses. Are we happy? Are we fulfilled? Are we excited? Do we know what we're supposed to be doing for ourselves? You know, not what somebody else tells us to do. It just got me thinking about when was the last time you felt like my 14-year-old, you know, excited and focused and knowing exactly what to do for yourself. Are we working at a pace that's designed to fill us up? Or are we working at a pace that we're, and I'm using your quotes here, supposed to be working at? You know, who's setting the pace for us? And I'm, I'm curious, who's setting the pace for you? Is it a pace for you that you've designed? Or maybe is it, you know, just somebody in your feed that you see, or maybe a coach that you work with, or a guru that you follow? Because I know that you've seen the ads everywhere, you know, promising multiple six figures, or one sure way to get that funnel to work, or, you know, testimonials. From people who are like, you know, oh, I made $14,000 with one email and, and you can't help but think what is wrong with me because those aren't the results I'm getting, right? And then maybe you start to breathe shallowly and you start to judge yourself and you start to wonder, oh, why can't I run my business in three hours a week from a yurt on a farm or a hut in Bali? You know, like you start to really wonder, what am I doing wrong? And the other thing that's interesting that I'm noticing is that in fact, Six figures doesn't even seem to be enough anymore. The promise of six figures, no, 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 we're already, we're past that because people are now setting the pace to race to seven figures or the, the two comma club as it's called. I don't know if you've ever heard that one before. And then some are all about getting you to eight figures. Now, getting to these numbers can become an obsession. And I think that this obsession to look externally at your race rather than examining whether it's even filling you up anymore is something important that we need to examine. Because like me, you may get focused sometimes on looking outside yourself for the perfect system, the perfect funnel, the perfect sales page. And I've talked about all of this before. And I have fallen prey to it. You know, I'm not here speaking to you from this podcast, from the pulpit. I'm not judging you. I'm really here because I want to have this conversation with you. And I've been thinking about all of this stuff more critically, really mulling it over and pulling it all apart and looking at all the pieces and parts. And I have to say, I've just grown tired of the bullshit promises and the overused scarcity tactics. I've grown tired of copy that's literally designed to get us buying from fear. And so I will continue ranting about this. There is no one right way to design or grow your business. There's no guru or expert who has all the answers for you. And believe me, I've bought my fair share of these courses because even, I don't even know if I told you this already, but earlier this year I purchased one and I've had my eye on this one forever. And I went through it and I was like, this is it. This is the whole thing. This is what I spent $2,000 on. This is the $2,000 program people have been drooling over. And I am a sucker for great marketing tactics and great copywriting. I really love it. I love studying it. I love (laughs) falling prey to it. So it's no wonder that it's hard to feel good about making sales when, you know, I felt, I feel like a sucker sometimes, or I feel like a victim to other people's really good selling techniques. And I wonder if you have felt this too. So I've said this before, you know, I'm really aligned to growing my business in what feels good to me. So that's why I'm thinking about this a lot. And I want you to think it too, what feels aligned to you. And Sage and I talked a lot about that last week, what feels aligned. And I'm kind of like, you know, no more bullshit. And I really want to attract people who are into my no more bullshit marketing movement. And the thing about Sage that made, she made me think about like her conscious choices and, and her system that helps her decide what to do next. And I wonder if you've ever sat down and thought about the strategies that will work for you. 
You know, for example, I literally just came back from a walk and on that walk, I was like, I want to host another workshop because workshops are super fun for me. And people really, when they're working in a workshop with somebody else, they can really get far much further than like, say, just working in a digital course or something. Because you've got somebody there leading you, answering your questions, pulling stuff out of your head, right? So I'm like, oh, this is what I want to do. And then I was like, maybe I should do it as a free challenge. Maybe I should host a free Facebook group. Maybe I should do a launch. Maybe, And I mean, the maybes were just going through my head. So I went out for a walk and I cleared my head. And that's why I came back to, to do this podcast with you because the free Facebook group thing, the free thing, yeah, it's definitely something that people do. It's a widely used marketing strategy. The goal is get people in, share value with them, and then they become clients more easily. But it's just a strategy that I don't have the time and energy for. I don't enjoy it. I don't want to do it. And even though many coaches and strategists have suggested it to me, I'm just never going to do it. Like It's not aligned with me. And I just kept asking the universe, like, what would be easy? What would be fun? What is right for me? And it just was like, boom, of course, that's it. This is not it. And this is it. So I wonder, do you ever take the time to stop thinking that everything is the right strategy and start thinking about the one right strategy that you want to try, the one that feels right for you? And then how can you put your energy toward that one thing rather than trying all the things, right? Like I could say, oh, I have a paid workshop and it's going to be a four-week paid workshop and there you'll have this and this and this. And then leading up to it, I'm going to do this free webinar and then I'm going to have a free group. No, that is just too exhausting. So if to you, the idea of doing a five-day free challenge to engage your audience excites you, then put all of your energy behind it. There is no one right way. Just choose the one that feels right to you instead of halfway doing the three or four or five things that just deplete you. And then really nothing gets done very well, right? When nothing gets done quite well or it's not quite working, it makes you think there's something wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with you. You're creative. Your mind goes in many different directions. And on top of that, you're listening to many, many experts in the field trying to tell you their particular way. And that is noisy. It's confusing. It's distracting. So what is in alignment with who you want to be inside your business? Do you give yourself permission? to just be sick of the online marketing silver bullet bullshit? Do you give yourself permission for that? Do you need to notice that you're tired of falling prey to scarcity-based marketing techniques? Like, do you need to unsubscribe from some people, unfollow some people? Are you tired of winging it and trying all the things inside your business? Or maybe you're tired of looking outside of yourself to the experts and the gurus and the programs and the one-size-fits-all courses for solutions that just don't seem to work for you. So then, of course, you blame yourself. So let's really think, let's be in alignment, let's be intentional. What quote unquote should you be spending your time and efforts on? Well, what do you want to be spending your time and efforts on? So it's time to carve some time out and I ask you to do that this week. You know, go for a walk, sit quietly, or maybe if you're a journaling person, pull out a piece of paper and look at your business model. Think about what you really want in your life and business and then design it consciously. Make conscious decisions. All month long, I'm going to share experts from varied fields and give you strategies to get you thinking about what you'd like more of in your business and what you'd like to let go of. Because I really want you to learn how to love your business more. That's my theme this month is loving your business more. Whether you are in the startup phase, the ideation phase, the scaling phase, the pivoting phase, wherever you are, I want you to love it more. And I will leave you just with this. What are you choosing to do in your business right now that's weighing you down? What would you love to let go of? 
What would you love to focus on that makes you feel as excited as my kid did on his first day of getting a job and knocking it out of the park? I really invite you to spend a few minutes thinking about this or maybe even writing about it or possibly talking with a trusted person who can really hear you and not should all over you. I know that you may have fallen into this crack so many times of overdoing, overworking, overthinking, because I've been there too. So this self-assessment is vital. So I will talk to you next week. And one more thing, will you take a moment and leave a review for this podcast? Because I would really love to reach more women who are trying to make space for their ideas to come into the world without being overloaded, overwhelmed, and just overwrought. Thanks so much for listening. I know that there's so many podcasts out there and I just want you to know, I do appreciate every single time you listen to this podcast. And I will see you next week. Bye. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.